0: So the recording has started. So we're live? We're live.
1: Before we move on to yet another X-Wing bad idea, let us inform you that for your sake, we have removed 99% of Zach's signature, ah, and hums. If you appreciate the gesture, we suggest you stay tuned until the end of this broadcast as we've prepared a little contest based on it. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Welcome to X-Wing Bad, an ideas podcast. I'm your host today, it's my turn. I'm the Zach Matthews. Joining me from right Canada, it's Bruno. Hello. Bruno, I'm not cultured enough to say your last name, I'm sorry. So joining me from left Canada, in the upper part, with a proper English last name, it's Chris Sheriff. Hi, Zach. Hi, Bruno. Hello. Alright, that's all I got for hosting duties. (laughs) 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 Is that true, Zach? You kind of bullied us out of hosting this podcast and now you're done? Yeah, I've been sitting on that bit for like two weeks. (laughs) I forgot to trick Bumau into writing like a whole script for this. Uh, So, I mean, if I say anything smart, I've unequivocally stolen it from him. But yeah, that's all I got.
3: (laughs) Sometimes that's enough.
2: They don't put me in charge for a reason.
0: No. And either way, you are the Zach Matthews, right? So whatever you do, it's it's greatness, pure greatness. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I like to think of it like uh, like motorcycle stunts, because it's going to go really b- good or really horrible, but it is hard to look away. <laughs> oh, it's easy to look away from Chris, though. You know, Chris is here for the voice. I think he's handsome, but it's really—it's just it, once I hear him talk, it just—I love his voice so much. Mm-hmm. I just mentally impose handsomeness. I—you could ask me to describe him. Like, if Chris did a crime and I was the only one there, and I like described him, like he would totally get away with it because like the police catch would just draw someone exponentially more handsome than he probably is.
0: Well, I think he's pretty yeah. in uh, in
2: UK, but <laughs> around here, I don't know. Those are some low standards. <laughs>
3: Oof, oof. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know where to go with that.
2: Well, go with your bad ideas.
3: <laughs> I mean, talking to you two was evidently my worst idea today. Mm-hmm.
2: This this was entirely your idea, too. Uh, I agree. So, Zach, what's your first topic? Let me scroll up. <laughs> I shaved my beard so I have a goatee now. You guys could see that if we had cameras for this. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we should do this in front of a live audience. That would be nice. A live studio audience. It is a reason why I usually like the Discord stuff, because it helps, you know, I bounce around a little less when I do that. There we go. Great. We did fun. plan this show a long time ago now. We did. We had to cancel once, because God was angry at someone's country, and it wasn't mine. <laughs> I believe. Actually, I wonder if that was, like, the same storm, and it just kept heading northeast, because I had to cancel that other day. So, my mine was just a rant about slow play. That was all I had. You have the floor, man. Go. It's better if it comes up organically. Okay, wait, wait.
0: Just to be sure, I want to talk about the uh, these are the droids you're looking for. Okay, I have a topic about that and what I feel about the game, and also if we have
2: time, I want to rant about my my game store. Right, so that those are my two things. All right. So, so here here's what I'll I'll start with. I we'll do this chronologically since we've been planning this for a while because we're so well organized. So, I'll, my my whole piece. On slow play is we need to go back to shaming it again and not applauding like, oh, wow, look at how tactical and deliberate he is with his moves. No, his, his games, their games aren't ending on time. Could be anyone. swing statistically speaking, it's a guy, but... Uh, Zach, put us <laughs> in context there because it's hard to follow what you're talking about. Oh, uh, I just... I think they
3: want me to try and frame it for you, Zach, and can tell me how wrong I am?
2: Sure, go for it.
3: So, in my experience... 2.5 is a really good game if you play more, like, seven or more turns. Mm-hmm. I think Zach's talking about games of 2.5 that last for four or five turns and don't feel like a game.
2: Yeah, and this this was a thing back before that, and I feel like we just sort of, like, somewhere along the line, slow play stopped being a dirty word, and I'm upset about it. So did you have a specific example for us? No, it's, it's more of a general thing, and it would be, like... It would be rude to specifically call people out because I think it's... um
3: it, I think it, it's cultural. It's just general how most... Yeah. The majority now.
0: Okay, do you think it's because it's kind of new, this thing with the scenarios, that people are learning what to do Whoa. and how to do it, and now it's picking up a bit or this goes back
2: to this goes back to even before it and one i mean i do feel like we've had enough time with them that you know it it shouldn't be the case because we see like you know adepticon was the first big tournament and games weren't going to time at an overwhelming majority and you know here we are months later so it should just really just not be the case but i I really do think because like i can remember a point in time when like when someone said slow play There were, like, maybe three players that, you know, 90% of people thought about. Uh, You know, we all knew that one guy who slow played six of your friends at Worlds or whatever, right? Like, it was like a boogeyman. And then just all of a sudden, all the games started going to time, and some of that was mechanic blow. Like, and I think that's part of the problem is, like, towards the end of 2.0, really midway through 2.0... We just had so much mechanic bloat that it, and like defensive stuff too, from the mechanics that like going to time happened more. But then when all of a sudden people weren't like, oh, you're going to time, what's up with that? It was just everyone goes to time all the time and some people are probably deliberately slower on top of that. But, yeah, like, I don't know that's – like I said, it makes b- more sense if I just randomly uh, yeah, start okay. this rant than open this up. You know what? But- it,
0: it happened to me twice that I can't really say that guy was really, really slow. And it was twice the same guy at different events. Now I know that guy, I don't want to play against him anymore, wherever I go. But now, you know, with the little changes they made that you cannot score points on the first turn and you cannot do anything with the objectives on the first turn and stuff like that. So now <laughs> you have at least one more turn, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we're done with that discussion.
3: No, I, yeah, mean, well, uh... I, did, I did want to <laughs> come in a little bit because I, I think... <laughs> I go further than Zach okay. and say I think that it's generally just as people take the game more seriously, they think that by controlling the pace of the game and not and playing less is less chance for variation and uh, randomness to come in. So that's bad, that's pretty bad. Better players play slower, play fewer turns. No, okay, and but I have more control over the clock. Those are the
0: guys that are the win at all costs, you know, that will fortress in one corner and wait for you to attack them. And if you don't attack them, they'll be happy to go to final salvo. I that,
3: don't even think it's necessarily win at all costs. Well, what's the point then? And that's what I think Zach's talking about. Chris, what's the point of if you, if you should,
0: <laughs> taking half an hour to set up your game if you <laughs> up,
3: Bruno, and playing three turns? Right? If you shut up, I'll keep explaining. Jesus.
2: No, no, oh, I'd rather not. I think letting Chris explain is a bad idea. Let's do it. Okay. Like Zach saying, I mean, I
3: have lost my train of thought now. Thanks, Bruno. Right, but, uh, yep. As Zach was saying, that by having more games go to time now and it being those generally higher level players, it, it comes down to the fact that they can recognize when they have an advantage. And then once you've got the advantage, you're in no rush because if a clock runs out, you win. Okay,
0: I have a question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you say more games are going now to time. You were saying that because you experienced that at your local game store, and you know um, every or or you saw statistics or KPIs. Yeah, <laughs> you, you saw graphs about that somewhere, or it's just your feeling through
2: the history of X-wing. More games are going to time, especially as we approach the end of 2.0. Mm-hmm. I, I would say the numbers bear out that fewer games are going to time now with 2.5 which is good and exciting so now it's like when we see games go into time i don't know man maybe it's worth asking questions when you start like if you go to a tournament and you got someone where like multiple of their games go to time like i mean it's one of two things he either really doesn't know what's going on or he's not there was a time when we're like oh that guy's like you know so tactical, and, you know, just really controlling the game state and whatnot, and I was like, no, he, he's fucking playing slow, we're here to play a game, play the whole damn game.
0: Have you ever been in a game where you played the whole time, uh, but you were at a good pace, and it was bing, bang, boom, and, you know, back and forth, and, oh, shit, I have to do this, and then he counters you, and then you counter him, and Shit!
2: You play eleven turns and go to time, and it was a good paced game. Yeah, I mean that can that can happen. Um, it has not happened in two point five. Other than the occasional, I've, I've had a couple games where, at, when time was called, we were scoring our twentieth point that weren't that weren't old chance encounter. Old chance encounter always went to time, but like I am, I am pretty scarred from just some like bad experiences of it. You know, back in yeah. one like,
0: oh, and for you uh, in two point five, time is. 75 minutes or
2: 90 minutes? 75. Okay, I don't know
0: why I, I I thought I read somewhere that it was 90 minutes.
2: Yeah, I mean, that, that, that shouldn't be necessary. Okay.
0: Anyway, you don't have time to play 90 minutes. If you're at local game store one night and everybody play games of ninety minute, you're gonna play one game in your night.
2: So. Right. Well, and so actually, that's that's what it comes back down to is like the clock is a necessary evil to get tournaments over with. Like it just should not be a strategic resource that's part of your game plan. Is kind of my uh, my thesis sentiment uh, mm-hmm. thesis boiled down. Like it, it's a thing we have to put up with to get games done with that tournament because. We saw occasionally, you know, especially in the more defensive days of 1.0, some horror stories of like two hour untimed regen finals. Yeah.
0: You know what? Unfortunately, I think it is kind of a tool you have in your game. A while back, we did an episode in French about cheating. And unfortunately, we came to the conclusion that cheating was part of the game. You have to use everything that's at your disposal until you get caught. (laughs) It's as bad as that
2: where i where i rebel against it is just that like ultimately this is a game it's a thing we do for fun yeah you know okay occasionally i guess there's flights on the line or whatever but like th- this is recreational you know no no one's gonna sit here and be like oh my gosh you you won your local store kit how would you feel about being a four-star general in the military we've got a you know a mansion and a seven-figure paycheck and uh health. Yeah, you're so good at this yeah you're now in charge of the air force boy You <laughs> like the most i ever won shout out crossroads classic i there was a lot of store credit on the line at uh the first crossroads that i won but like you know and i was pretty tired on money at the time but like i wouldn't describe it as like life-changing or any shit like that but it's fun to uh to, it's fun
0: you know to have a little bit of competition to see there's something on the line at the for the game you know you're playing the game and there's something on the line otherwise i just playing for casual fun and at the end of the game there's no no nothing right win or lose It was a game. It's fun to have tournaments for that, but to what point, right, do we need to bring it that that every little thing is to be used to make sure that you win, like the clock, uh, how you throw the dice,
2: how you move your ships be sure that you always have an advantage on something so like a term i learned from um other card game from other ffg games is angle shotting and angle shot okay. angle shot so it's like the co- the concept behind angle shotting it's usually it's it's trying to win on technicalities like i'm trying to think of some examples you'd, you'd have to have a better knowledge of the game well it's so i guess it's when you
0: score points outside of the the phase or when you do stuff that is you know, s-
2: sort of. It would it would be more akin to um so I, I wouldn't call that angle shotting. It's way more common in card games where it's like, Oh, you went through a um an illegal procedure, and uh, or a slightly illegal procedure, and rather than just immediately correcting it because it, nothing changed, uh, I'm going to call a judge over and get you thrown out. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Or well, or get you DQ'd for, you know, some. So, like, okay. there, uh, there's a real chess example. Let's say, uh, Hold on. Let me give you the real-world chess example. Okay, okay, okay. Because it's a perfect example. Some random Russian dude was playing um, Mangus Carlson or whatever, right? the, like, billion-time world champion of chess. The guy made – and this Russian – I believe he was Russian. He is now. <laughs> he made – Like Chris is Canadian. Same thing. He, he made an illegal move. He was in check, and he did not move out of check, or he did not, like, resolve that he was in check. And then, like, Carlson just, like, overthought it and didn't realize, it. and instead of saying, like, oh, wait, you're still in check, like, thought the move cleared it, so he just made a regular move. And then the guy who did not get himself out of check called the judge, and Carlson got a game loss for not stopping his opponent from making a move that would not get him out wow. of check. Wow. Right? So, like, there there's not as many of those things okay, in so, X Wing. But the point is, uh, you're using something <laughs> that's not the resources you bought so Chris, with you to beat your opponent. I'm going to disqualify you
0: for not stopping me from cheating. Sounds good. <laughs> i'm on board yeah so let, let's say you have to throw a six attack dice and then you only have four dice so you ask me you know to land you two and i say no fuck you i
2: call the ref and say this guy doesn't have all his uh, material to play the game throw him out is that, is, is that it i mean the rulebook used to have a stipulation for that i don't know if it still does but yeah that would be that would be uh an example <laughs> you know a funny blatant example right so like this happened in football uh, american football for our uh, canadian listeners there are certain plays where it is very difficult for – there. so usually there's offense and defense in American football, but there are special teams plays where they do things like kick the ball down the field so the other team has to start deep in their territory. And what you can do is – so football has an imaginary line and each team is supposed to line up on their side of the line. So what a team would do is right before the ball would snap, the team giving away the ball, they would have a guy go offside on purpose – Kick the ball away, and because the rules of football were stupid, the clock would keep running. So they'd go, "Hey, I'm winning right at the end of the game, so I'm just going to keep committing this stupid ticky tacky penalty, so that because the pl- the penalty's automatic, so that six or eight seconds go off the clock, you don't get to run a play. And oh, look at that, I've eliminated the last minute of the game. So instead of like your team having a chance at a comeback, uh, you just get to watch us do the equivalent of accounting. Yeah, eight straight minutes. Well, that that relates
0: to slow playing though, because you could be you know wasting time on stupid rules question with the ref, mm-hmm. so that the timer would go on, go on, go on. And then would be time to play, and you would take your time, and the timer would go on, go on, go on. And at the end of the game, while well, you're missing time to complete
2: whatever you the other guy has to do, right? So that, right, that, like that, deliberately taking too long to set your dials or decide on your action or whatever to me is the same as oh man i don't know how i kept rolling too many dice whenever your wedge shot 37 straight times even though you called me out like like oh yep sorry man do we just you know my my vader shot first and half points your wedge and then we never um resolve wedges attack because i sat here for 64 minutes and rolled one die too many each time. <laughs> Sorry man, you know, tough luck. I I win uh 3 to 3 to nothing. You know, good game. Very skillful, very tactical. Sorry, it was only two turns. Yeah, I just couldn't remember that wedge ability mm. for 75 minutes straight. Chris, that that the,
0: never happens out west, right? Uh, well. Uh, in left Canada, that doesn't happen.
3: No, I, the problem, I think, is more that once you start playing X-Wing in bad faith, you all know, folks, dang. If you're yeah. playing the game to win, it's a terrible game. It doesn't work. If you want to play and play at a good pace, the game is more fun. Genuinely, I honestly believe that if you don't get like seven, eight rounds at a minimum of the current format of the game, you probably won't enjoy it. It will probably push you away from liking mm. 2.5. That's one of the reasons I think people have this split is because by playing in that way, you're just naturally not getting the most out of the game.
0: Yeah, and I agree with you because last week last week we were playing the These are the Druids you are looking for. And my opponent was really taking his time and trying to get, figure out every little kinks and stuff and how to play. And I, 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 was, keep, I was keeping... Lay, lay, la misère parlant en anglais tabarnak va faire que je fasse un effort. Interesting. Yeah, no, but uh, <laughs> I was yelling at him. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Put your fucking dials down. Who cares, right? It's a stupid scenario that doesn't mean shit. Play, that's it. And I was getting pissed off because I was there like sitting down and watching different stuff and listening to music All he was all focused on how to go and kick the dread. And I was,
2: fuck off, man. Come on, play the game. <laughs> anyway, but well, I, I understand what you're talking about. I Other than, you know, the thing I was going to say to chime in on Chris is, you know, I, I've said all along, I think if everyone played in good faith 100% of the time. 2.0 and maybe not even 1.0 never needed to change. But you cannot legislate what's in a person's heart. So I think 2.5 is the most insulated addition against what's in a person's heart that we've had so far but actually Chris I don't know that, I, that I've said my piece if we want to segue to the, uh, the not the droid you're, you're looking the for. host man you are the host well was there more you would like to add I want to be a considerate host I've,
3: I mean I do appreciate that I mean it's more than we get from Bruno so true. it is appreciated but no I have added my um, somewhat lackluster thoughts to your idea
2: yeah so Bruno why don't you take it away with the droids you're looking for
0: so you don't want to really know what I thought or what I think about your subject, or you think I've said everything I had to say while we were well, discussing. You, I, okay, have, no, no, sorry, that. Not...
2: Do you have more to say? Are you <laughs> nagging my hosting ability? Fine, I'll speak with you. But, uh... No, I mean, if you have more to say, go for it. No, no, I just, I'm, uh...
0: no I'm just going to rant about man and stuff like that, so it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's not that relevant. <laughs> anyway, we, I'll touch on that a bit later. Okay, so droids. Have you guys played that? Not yet. No, okay. You you know what it is, right? It's a play kit. Right, soccer. Or, yes. Yeah, no, no. Let, let's stay above the little talk like that, Chris. Let's be positive, okay? It's a what's, event kit. What's negative about what I just said? It's not soccer. It's Star Wars. It's X-Wing. It's pew-pew. It's not about soccer. So, you get a box uh, that is a play kit for eight players. And in there, you have... You know, everything for eight players, and every player can go home with his own kit and play with somebody else. So, and then uh, you have one alt art. The card is Sense, but it's <laughs> it's not even in the
2: standard play mode, right? <laughs> they give you an alt art that you can't use. Didn't we vote on that during the Pandy? I don't know. Um, there was some upgrade we got to vote on. It was so long ago. It was pre Bucks and Six. <laughs> so, the goal of the game
0: is that you have two drifting astromech and you need to go by them and then you will kind of kick them like chris said playing soccer and you need to push them towards your opponent's tractor field but to me my my first reaction was Meh, because it, it doesn't feel star Z, right it's i don't know it's didn't feel star wars didn't feel dogfight didn't feel war game didn't feel like okay because some of the pilot ability are not relevant and you do your combo and you know okay i'm gonna try to ionize people so i'll bring this and that and it doesn't matter as soon as you go by an astromech you kick it and bing bang boom it was fun you know to push the astromech under your opponent's ship to stress them and stuff like that but i so hey by the way we it's a kit for eight players we were only six and i paid for the kit right and i say it's free people (laughs) i paid for it and it's free come and we were six so
2: i I managed to bring five people and six including me so my my thought on that is it's almost like a little too early for alternate formats because they you know they just shook up the game so like alternate formats well are nice oh god chris
3: i get the point you're trying to make which i should have let you think so uh finish sorry but it was announced well before we had a 2.5.
2: Yeah, and
3: that, like it, that ties into what Bruno was saying about sense and everything. Like they made this to be a fun format for 2.0. Yeah, the fact that 2.5 came along and suddenly was more fun and new and different anyway. So we probably didn't need it. But production times and all of that kind of yeah. I'm willing to forgive a lot in that regard because I think if we were still playing 2.0, yeah, um, I in mean, the, the same tr- as Aces George High, you're looking right? forward like, would be, yeah, I, yeah, I think it would be cool
2: in 2.0. Cool. I loved Aces High, and i had zero yeah. desire to do Aces High since 2.5 came out. No,
0: but you know, remember at in the first edition. A lot of people were playing the Mario Kart, so they were doing races. I guess that was because they were tired of doing the, the game, you know, the what well, was what at the, the time, 100-point squad, six asteroids, and kill each other. So they were tired of doing that, so they were starting to do uh, different stuff. Out of that also came the uh, hero of the Attery Clusters. Yeah, But like Chris said, I think it's maybe a too, too early, but eh, production schedule said now. <laughs> so it's now. It made me think about the game, uh, about 2.5. And let me just try to do a bad comparison, okay? Is that a word? Comparation? Comparison? Comparison, yeah. Thank you. Comparison. Your,
2: your, your emphasis was in the wrong spots, but I'm sure if you spelt it out, you'd have it right. <laughs> it's all the right letters. <laughs> just not pronounced. They're pretty close to the clear. right order, too, I suspect. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> all right. So, it made me think about the game. So, let's say I like high Hockey. Because I'm Canadian, so I like ice hockey. And you guys, you own ice hockey. You want to improve the game, so you say, "Well, no more hits, because people being hits might not like that, right? You might hurt them." And no more one-timers. So, oh, for God. those who don't know what that one-timer is, is but you, the
2: wheel snipe, Sally boys. Yeah, you, listen, you, none of our listeners <laughs> figured out that I've been the one watching hockey every time we play. We've so you do a, a pass oh. right in front
0: of the goaler, and there's another player there that's free, and they just. Yep. Plucking in the goal so behind the goaler. So but no more one timers because those are unfair to the goaltender. He doesn't have a time to move around and set that's unfair. So and he feels bad for you know getting scored so and letting his team down. So no more one timer. Also no more special equipment for the goalie. No more pads, no more mitt, no more blocker, because it's too hard to score goals when the goalie is well equipped. Yep. Also, let's enlarge the net because sometimes when you shoot, you might miss the net and then you feel like you might not be as great as your mother keeps telling you you are, right? Because your mother tells you you're the greatest thing on earth. And if you miss the net, then you're not the greatest thing on earth. So let's enlarge the net. And then we gonna bring in scenario hockey. So the first one is gonna be broom ball. You know what broom ball is, right? It's on ice, there's a goalie, so except you have a broom and a big ball and you have shoes instead of ice skates. The second scenario is gonna be ringette. You know what ringette is. It's hockey for girls, right? It's, instead of a hockey stick, you have a (laughs) broomstick, but without the broom at the end. I I don't know
3: if I can support this uh, view of what girls would play No,
0: it was, uh, this is true. It It was developed for girls. It was hockey for girls in the 80s, let's say. And instead of a puck, you have like a ring. So we have
3: a a broomstick without the broom. What what you're trying to say, Bruno, is in 2022, Bruno thinks all women are chasing rings.
2: I think think Bruno, and you know, Bruno, it's okay. Like the Canadian women got it back. I think Bruno just was like, he doesn't want to admit women's hockey exists. After the U.S. women beat Canada, like, in the finals, like, five times in a row. (laughs) No, no, but Ringuette is a real
0: sport. My father was a coach for Ringuette and won mini-championship with his girls. It's a kind of ice
2: hockey. It's kind of, but it's not really that. And the third scenario is going to be field hockey. I'm just saying, man, since 2007, the pandemic (laughs) has won almost as many women's golds as Canada has, all right? Canada is closer to pandemic wins than U.S. wins. But carry on. You know field hockey it's like a, it's like a hockey
0: stick but it's more like a cane at the end and everybody needs to be left-handed because there's only one side of the stick that is flat and it's, Did you it, know
3: that in Europe we just call it hockey
0: to us it's field hockey because and I also researched it on Google Translate so fuck you but
3: Did <laughs> okay? you did you know that you can you could play hockey as in field hockey on an ice rink you couldn't play ice hockey on a field so I think the one that should be quantified as needing a certain surface would be the ice part of ice hockey. Because you I, could play field hockey on an icy field. You know you what? can't I, play Chris, you know Chris, ice hockey in a field.
0: I, I think you're doing histrionics right now.
3: You're trying to steal
0: my thunder, right? You know <laughs> the, the word histrionics? You know what it is?
2: I'm sure you're going to tell me. I think that's the right application of that word yeah.
0: it's coming from you know when you are doing a little more than when it's it is expected or you're trying to take the floor and you know making more jokes than you should google it
2: histrionics all yeah. right exaggerated dramatic behavior described to attract attention that's chris's whole personality
0: <laughs>
2: i accept
3: <laughs> <laughs> i'll just keep quiet on that Bruno finishes drawn an example of three yes i assume it's going to be a fourth scenario yeah there is before. a fourth
0: scenario which is lacrosse lacrosse which is the ancestor of ice hockey played by the natives
2: i just need to know did you come up with this on the spot or have you been like preparing this for a long time Two minutes before the show All right, this is really deep man i'm i'm trying to keep up boy there's a lot imagine if i had the time
0: to prepare for this shit imagine it would be a lore <laughs> master quiz <laughs>
3: two, two weeks wasn't enough
0: no man i have a real job oh awkward silence <laughs> i mean we don't <laughs> i work for the government no you, you do chris i don't know anyway whatever and the last one is lacrosse you know lacrosse it's like Feel hockey except you have a stick with like kind of a basket at the end. There's a goaler. You run around. You hit people. Bing bang boom. They all kind of look and feel like ice hockey, but they're not ice hockey. Oh, and also we have like this new—it's <laughs> a water polo casual play kit. Also, you have to throw the ball in the net, so it look, kind of looks like ice hockey, but meh, different because you're tired of playing ice hockey, which is not ice hockey anymore. But you can play water polo if you want. It's a casual play kit. So, guys, what happened to my war-style spaceship combat game about Star Wars? Because the scenario, the original scenario, in my mind, it was... All right, you have this squad, which is on patrol, and then you stumble across the enemy squad. You need to kill them. Ah, it. <laughs> and now it's, now it's about taking the objectives and dragging or uh, towing this crate and doing this. And fuck off. Just kill everybody, right? Mm. They're the bad guys. Kill them. I feel the game is... Moving away from uh, a war game, some, I know that war may offend people, and with all that, people, you know, people, I can't do this anymore. I can't do that anymore. So I don't want to feel bad because I, I I did not win this game. I I'm feeling a lesser person because uh, they destroyed my ship oh and uh, now I, I can't do this and oh uh, shit uh, I'm supposed to be the best person in the world because my mother tells me uh, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I
3: kind of wish I was allowed to talk without stealing Bruno's thunder no I'm done my thunder it's so, uh, you're talking you know, Chris, so much bullshit it's, it's, it's unreal, it's <laughs> unreal. <laughs> that's kind of the goal of this show right yeah, yeah.
4: Chris
2: in my infinite benevolence as an American that all americans have i'm gonna let you speak
3: (laughs) thank you um so how much experience do you have with like a real combat bruno
0: oh chris don't don't try no 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 don't try to bring me this is not
3: this is not a real i'm gonna
0: i'm gonna pause both of you guys hold on flight game all right don't go there chris chris
2: he was talking about droid soccer no (laughs) he might have lost it That was a really long metaphor, but he was talking about droid soccer being too far from X-Wing for him. (laughs) No, about the game, the whole game, the game 2.5. He just wants
3: to dunk on 2.5 now. Yeah, yeah. He's snuck in an anti-2.5 rhetoric. Kind of. Because,
0: no, but for real, the, the droids there made me think. Because I was playing that and said, "Ah, doesn't feel Star Wars? Ah, why, why? The feeling wasn't there, right? I have my squad, I have my abilities, I have my combo and I'm going against your squad and we're fighting yeah, right I, uh,
3: yeah so for draw specifically I don't think it's supposed to supposed to do what I don't think it's supposed to feel like X-Wing 2.0 I think the entire point of it was to be something different and you I believe one of the things that you said was it was fun during your run I'm sure you mentioned that it didn't feel like star wars you didn't get to do your shooting with the squad and trying to get the eye on but it was fun but are other bad things
0: playing connect four is fun also oh, okay that's fine I, I, I don't go to the my play store to play connect four i go there to play but, star... so why
3: did you go to play star wars soccer there? you can't because imagine i am the playing, anchor of the dro- my community
0: i am yeah. the anchor of my community i need to do this
3: shit. right that's fine but why like if you wanted to play a dogfight, why would you have picked tried soccer?
0: Because I no, but, but seriously, I'm trying to kickstart my community because it died during yeah. COVID, so I need to do stuff to bring them yeah. and make it. Hey,
3: this is cool. This is
0: fun. Let's come and play. So you know,
2: and like this is where so my advice as someone who used to run a community would be. Like, so I see something like Droid Soccer, and, like, my take is, you know, we're still, like, sussing out the new game. The new game is fresh and exciting, and especially because, you know, the promo card is Sense, which is banned out of the box. Like, this is the most perfect storm you're going to get to go... Hey guys, we're going to leave Droid Soccer in the box for a little bit. And sometime when we all come back from a, tur- a big tournament and we're a little burned out, we're going to do some Droid Soccer. I buy that. Yeah. I like that.
3: Yeah, Yeah, I, I don't think it's the correct kit for the current environment. But and
2: um, it sucks.
3: Yeah. And I agree that like, if you're desperate for a store kit to run and that's the only thing, you're probably in a bad spot. But I mean, I'll send you some promos if you need them, Bruno. Like, we, oh, we have a bunch of kits out here. Don't talk down to me right, like
0: that, Chris. I own you, right? I'm I'm the king of French X Swing, so fuck
3: off. All right? I mean, being the king of a fucking lavatory is not the uh, greatest <laughs> <laughs> thing to brag about, is it? You
0: are so right, Chris. You are so right.
3: <laughs> no, like, Zach's spot on. I, I just don't think there's a reason to play Droid Zucker right now. No, because
0: we're not tired yet. Of the scenarios yeah. and stuff like that, but but the yeah. scenarios for real, guys. The scenarios made me feel feel like okay, I'm playing X-wing, but it's not exactly the feeling I want to have right now. I, I, okay, I like the objectives; it's fun, but I I want to do dogfight at some point. And the the scenario that is chance engagement, I think, with the only only one objective at the center. Okay, yeah. uh, okay. But, you know, maybe they could have kept a fifth scenario that just no scenario and go all out and kill everything. Um, I- but I have nothing against the, the squad building. I, I have nothing to say against that. I don't care. It's the same thing. You have cards, you have points, buy cards, buy abilities, build your squad.
3: Same thing. I don't think you've played enough chance engagement if you if you think that the points that aren't scored from killing ships matter.
0: Okay, but for real, Chris, I, I always skip that one because I don't want to play it. Because I it's like, oh, this is like the old... No.
2: The, you just gave us the whole rant. I know, I know, no, I, know, oh, I, know
3: I know. Jesus. I know. I'm man, a bis- I, I, I <laughs> wish I could okay, play something but, that's more dogfighting, but I'm not going to play this fucking dogfight scenario. No, let's say I practice at home with my friend, right? I'm
0: practicing for this little tournament. I'm going to Practice the scenario is not the dogfight because dogfight I know.
2: I mean okay that's that's fair no because a lot of us did that no, so bruno used a sports analogy
3: zach so let me use the sports analogy now oh, okay. oh wait wait so take, take you, a real sports say, a real okay, sport so like so let's say you're trying to do some boxing bruno boxing. like you, you've got your endurance so you need to go out doing some running which you enjoy you know it's good it's fine like you you've got your hand speed so you want to do some stuff on the white bag you've got your power shot so you want to have those and then there's obviously sparring where you're going to take a little damage get used to being punched what you're doing is like tying both hands behind your back and when someone punch you in the face you're going now this doesn't feel very fun why isn't it like boxing like you you could have picked any of the things to do what you could have even picked doing the running which you enjoy the most but you're choosing to not do a bit you'd find fun and then wondering why you're not finding it fun
0: well because it's one out of four it's one quarter of the game now Yep i'm but, not that good at math but i think that one out of four is one quarter i, I agree 1.25 because i love decimals 1.25 yeah but what is that in metrics <laughs> but, two, two inches <laughs> when <laughs> okay well, that was not funny i'm gonna remove it on editing
3: but you get to pick how you engage and how you have fun though Like just because if you go to a tournament you
0: hang might on hang on it. hang on because there's someone somebody at the door of my office or my studio is it me to
4: search? No, it's Sylvain who's going to search.
0: Okay, it's not me. I've got everything arrange for you. If you want, but Sylvain, he's going. Then we'll go another day. Okay, we'll go
4: another
0: day. Hey, sorry about that. I didn't want to expose you to casual French like that. I'm really sorry. Yeah, dude, you should get that looked at. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, right. I, I was... Uh, no, no, but let's do a parenthesis here. Last week, I was in Mississauga, Ontario. Dude, I
2: thought you were going to say Mississippi for a second. and no, I was really no. confused, and then... That was, they had us in the first half. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. It's almost the same. And I was, uh, you know, doing job
0: interviews to hire somebody in my team. I was so tired at some point. I was speaking French to them without realizing it. And you should have seen the face on those people. Like, oh, Jesus Christ, this guy is having a, like a a seizure. (laughs) 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 Okay. close parenthesis. Thank you.
3: I I understand that what you're saying is if you were practicing for a tournament you'd want to make sure you had a balanced approach to a game and practice all four scenarios. Are you practicing for a big tournament that has consequences?
0: But uh, you know what Chris, I'm this is a learning no, experience for me. I, I'm taking yeah. this as a lesson. learned. fuck the scenarios and just play the and, game. <laughs> just you know, I'm I'm just gonna yeah. instead of trying to figure out each scenarios each time, I'm just gonna do dog fight with the objective in the middle and have fun.
3: And no, that's what I'm uh, yeah, I don't I mean, think there's anything wrong with choosing to play the scenario yeah. you you vibe with the best.
2: In fact, in fact, I so I actually post change. I do like it because it. So this comes back to, like, you know, I said you really can't make rules that enforce what's in someone's heart. But, like, the dogfight, the current dogfight scenario basically does it. Like, I played it. Uh, I haven't gotten to play a ton since 2.5 or 2.51, the update. <laughs> I finally got a couple of games of 2.5 in, and then they shuffled the deck on me, and I was like, shit. Oh, but did you ever score points on the objective at the center of the map? Because there's always a lot of people there. I lost by them in my one tournament game on it. Yeah. Because I just t- ignored the middle objective, and it was like, oh, whoops. <laughs> Oops. Yeah,
4: uh,
2: but yeah, I um, no, I, I played it the other day, and I was like super happy with it because... And I, I don't know. I guess this is you know maybe so. Again, it's a fun part of the game. If both we were we were at this spot where like I was ahead on points, but my opponent had like his AC ship. So like if we played for another hour, he was probably gonna win <laughs> for another hour. <laughs> and I, I guess this sort of this sort of like contradicts my earlier comment, right? Like I, I I just felt like I was like yeah I you know I did a good job building up a lead and getting here and. um Just that that extra clock of the objective points because my opponent, you know, he had to engage and he had to try and get there. He couldn't just skirt around the edge until I, you know, clipped an asteroid or took an angle wrong or whatever. And, like, and very slowly, excruciatingly picked off my – because I had – my opponent had some form of Anakin. And I had – it was like I had, like, Luke Skywalker on fire and an A-Wing or something. I actually – I think I had, like, three of my four ships, but two of them were on fire – and the full health one was Ezra. So it's like, you know, you could conceivably see if we were go- playing on limited time, the game going either for if I continue to make the right moves, the game will never Well, oh, no, end. it's only 12 rounds. Um, oh, no, Miranda, are you okay? Zach, it's only 12 rounds. Oh, you're right. I just mean in a true on time game. And I guess I guess I'm arguing out of both sides of my mouth a little bit here all right you guys don't have to hear me from that. It, outside. it's all right, right because
0: i've been doing that for like half an hour now <laughs> so, <laughs> the only the first 15 minutes where you talk that is good in this episode the rest is bullshit from me so don't feel bad chris save us
3: uh, i i kind of said my piece on it i mean i if you miss that dog fighting aspect i think yeah that ch- chance engagement is the correct scenario to play because it gives you something to focus on while allowing for a lot of dogfighting,
0: but for real, I, did, I do. So cool. I was just gonna ask. For real, do people score points on the
2: objective in the middle of the map? Well, now you do every turn. I'm sorry. Have you have you not read the updated uh rules for that form? For that uh, scenario I guess not. Please. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. So now both players score a point as long as you have a ship at zero to two. But if you're the only ship, only person with the ship there, you score two points instead. Oh, yeah. I read that. But uh, I think I didn't yeah. care at the time. Yeah. I mean, it's it's nice because, again, like I had this scenario where, um, you know, my opponent could have infinite arc dodged me with Anakin. Uh, but I was, you know, chasing him to the outside. Oh, now I get it. OK. So I, I got the, you know, the, the threat of the two points was there. So then again
0: it, it makes for a shorter game. Yeah. Because every round you're scoring points.
3: Yeah. I don't think it makes it for a too short of a game though. No, okay. No. How many rounds I, do
0: you think you save? 1 2
3: I think so because chance engagement went to time more often than not i do think that it pushes you into that realm of getting the four to six points that if you play six point at like six or seven turns you're scoring five or six points generally and that's enough to push you over getting to a 20 mark whereas in previously even with scoring it from turn one because you would be denying each other and we'd only score one or two points which meant the onus was on killing the enemy ships entirely to get the so I, I think that the balance is better it's still massively more in favor of dogfighting for point scoring than okay. picking them up from a scenario what? but i i think it's a better balance now
0: okay and any scenarios do you guys ever did more than 12 rounds but not more but did you ever go to the rounds
3: only realistically in chance engagement was the only ones i had it happen to like with any regularity and even then that was before the current change
0: never did 12 rounds never
3: if you're running um right number and timer it's relatively difficult just because of as zach was mentioning area people's but, but even
0: yeah. in friendly games where we yeah. don't put timers never did
2: 12 rounds
3: yeah um i believe that now the opposite is true for the other three scenarios? I believe they've um, scored down the scoring and the pace of Okay. play for that has, has gone longer so like, I'm going to pull numbers out of here. I don't have any data points for this, mm-hmm. but for example, if a normal game of chance engagement went 9 or 10 rounds, it probably finishes in 6 or 7 now if a, a game of Assault with Satellite Array, Scramble or Salvage was going 4 or 5 rounds, it probably goes 6 or 7 now, so they've kind of shuffled the timers to be a little bit more in line Mm-hmm. I, I genuinely do not know if the 12-round the counter is that they expect games to finish in 11 or 12 rounds, or if they just wanted to put something in the rule book that would stop you having to play forever.
2: I think they actually said it was the latter in there um, um, when they talked about it. Really? Because, you know, Ghostrun did their survey or
0: research at some point and they say well in on average it's 11 rounds if if
3: i don't mistake no that's kind of what i remember too
0: they say okay on average 11 let's make it a 12 maximum round makes sense
3: well they did state that the the reason they were adding a round counter is because by the rules reference guide and the learn to play book there was no way to stop playing x-wing without killing all of your opponent's ships because the 75 minute timer was in the tournament document So if you were just wanting to play a friendly game of X-Wing to learn the game, you couldn't finish until you kill everyone.
0: Okay, but uh, playing 75 minutes is
3: good for me. Yeah,
0: Yeah. because if you make too long of a game, at some point it's, you know, the the result is obvious. We're going there, you're going to lose or I'm going to win. No, you're going to lose or I'm going to win. Yeah, oh yeah, makes sense. (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna lose or i'm gonna win okay you know where it's going right so you might be playing two or three other rounds but there's no way your opponent's gonna come back or try.
2: miranda know that it's not for bb i didn't get that sorry i was talking to my cat
0: <laughs> do you guys need to go pee and
2: fill up your glasses because i do i actually bought an entire bo- entire bottle of bourbon down with me so i'm good but if you need to go take a quick bio break i'm i'm down yeah, I need to uh, make some space. <laughs> All right, two minutes. Yeah.
0: All right, see you in a bit. sounds good. You have the right to take that time to talk against me. I, I appreciate that. <laughs>
2: Don't do it, Chris. He's got a wireless headset.
3: <laughs> that would imply that I'm passionate enough about hating Bruno that I feel a need to.
2: You always give me the vibe that you just want to see his suffering up close. And that was why you agreed to all this.
3: No, I just wanted to be able to talk about actual X-Wing with people. I enjoy doing lack of focus, but it stopped being an X-Wing show a long time ago.
2: I mean, the balance is the fun part, right? Like, all X-Wing all the time is a little rough. You have to enjoy who you're talking to, otherwise it is just reading cards and swapping lists ideas.
3: Yeah, and that's why I like kind of doing this, in that we just all pick a topic and then go for it, like... I don't plan on reading what the cards do when we talk about Yavin.
2: Yeah, other than we're excited about it. Yeah. Uh... we should make sure to clear up any rules questions though, since people exclusively get their uh their rules they use this exclusively as there are I saw
3: that. I have a rules clarification we can do if you want to do it at the end as part of your hosting. I have one. Oh, maybe. Because there was a Bo-Katan shooting at range zero got answered.
2: Bo-Katan is a cautionary tale.
3: Of never listening to Gold Squadron or any of its members. I agree.
2: Wait,
3: what? When it comes to rules, I get super salty at everyone on the Gold Squadron podcast. Oh, you
2: said Gold Squadron. I thought you said Rogue Squadron. So oh, like, no. Polkaton never interacted with Rose Quadrant. No. So silly, Chris. All right, I think Bruno's back. Time to stop shit-talking him.
3: Yes, he's back. Back, back, back,
2: back, back again. again. Bruno's,
3: Bruno's back. back, back, back. Tell a friend.
2: So, Zach, you, uh... When do we record? You you eat chips, right? Sometimes. Okay. Uh, I, not as much lately. I just want to make sure it's, it's okay for me to eat chips. Uh. I mean, we'll find out. I do it to be a dick. Like, I intentionally do it to harm the other people I'm recording with. <laughs> so, just to give you some context. Okay,
0: okay. <laughs> uh, we're back, Zach, so you can... Uh you can say we're back in and uh, do your hosting stuff.
2: Welcome back from our advertising break. For just 100 Patreon dollars a month, you can get ad-free version of this podcast. You can't. Exactly. Okay.
3: All ads, all the time. That's what I want. Did you want to move on to the second part of your topic, Bruno? She had more. Me again? Yeah. Yeah. Chris, Chris, uh, Chris. Chris, you don't have anything to to bring to this
2: podcast today, or
3: I, I do, but I thought I'd finish on something happy. Like you get your two okay. diatribes out of the way early.
2: Okay, tire them out from the ground up. Talk.
0: <laughs> I wanted to talk about my Play Store.
2: Yeah, I, I think this is good because I have. I don't know your specific list, so this is this is the magic for you, listener. We don't talk about any of this shit at of time. But I have had an array of experiences with game stores over my now twenty plus years in minis gaming. Uh, so I love to hear
4: your story and compare notes.
0: All right, perfect. So now we play in a big game store, which is kind of where you work, Chris. Yeah. There's books, there's games, there's armor for when you go and play Dungeons and Dragons in, in real life, and there's all kind of shit. Really, there's puzzles, Legos. It's a pretty. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty fun store. And there's even they, they even have like this sandwich bar where you can have some food and stuff. And the community we're playing now, it's kind of a merging between two communities that played in different stores, but day, game, night were canceled. So we came to that store. It was a new store. It was before COVID. We were having about 12 players there every week. We even had a league that covered two stores. So we had our division on the South Shore of Montreal, and there was the other division on the island, another big game store there that is uh, pretty much the beating heart of X-Wing in Montreal. But then COVID came. So we had to continue our season on TTS, which was a bummer because less than 50% of our players at the time were playing on TTS. So unfortunately, we had to shorten our season and do our playoffs on TTS, which many people had to drop because they didn't play on TTS so they couldn't be in the playoffs so that was not, not fun so then there was no play at the store anymore the store what they did is they they reduced the space where we played to bring in more shelves and stuff you know for people to buy during the covid because people were buying uh, board games during the covid so now we're back, uh, but and the staff is not as friendly as it used to be. We used to have somebody in charge, maybe like Chris, in charge of the game nights, and he didn't care that we finished after 9 because the store closes at 9, so we didn't care that we finished after 9. Uh, we even recorded an episode there in French, and we we stayed there with alcohol until eleven, and he didn't care. It was you know we were having fun, and there were people were playing, and people who still were working, putting games on the shelves and stuff like that. But now uh, we can't do that anymore. They changed the person in charge, and the staff the staff is not that friendly with us. They're a bit condescending, also. Like uh, you know, at eight forty five, they tell us, "Okay, guys, it's time to uh, to put your toys away and go home." And they're really like. I feel like yelling at them, like, fuck off, man. (laughs) Fuck you, ST. And, uh, you know, I I really get aggressive to them when they talk to us like that. And every Wednesday, I get there at five. Every Wednesday, they are surprised to see me. And every Wednesday, all the tables are occupied by magic cards that they are, you know, they're opening packages and classifying them. And so every Wednesday... And every Wednesday they tell us, well, X-Wing doesn't start until 6. Well, we're, we're two. We have our stuff. Could you please bring us a board so we can start? Okay, then we have to wait like 20 minutes to get set up and stuff while they move the magic cards away and we finally get our game started. And and they, they always seem surprised to see us. But during the night they come and talk to us. Oh, this is a good game. This is fun. La. But when we come the next Wednesday, it's like they never seen us before. Oh, yes. Oh, that's right. X-Wing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, where's the board? Hey, Jack, can you get the board? What uh, What board? So it's come. Come on, guys. Every week. (laughs) So and we need to be out at 9. It's not that at 9 we need to finish our game and, you know, pack up. It's at 9 you need to be out. That means at 8.45 we need to start to, to pack up because it takes some time. We talk at the same time and stuff. And they won't even order our tournament kits. I need to buy them myself and if I organize a tournament there, well, I need to make it happen, make the reservation, tell them we're going to be there that day, we, you need to open a bit earlier, oh no, we won't open earlier, okay, then we can only do three rounds and people need to pay me directly and not the store, so it's, uh, it's kind of a mess and every time we're there, we feel like we're not welcome or we're taking place that they would like to have to play Yu-Gi-Oh! or hockey trading cards game or I don't know what but we always feel like oh you guys are coming in and you're not buying ships all the time and because Magic Player you know they go there they buy two booster pack and they go home well once I have my X-Wing I'm not gonna buy one every week because I already have one well I have 12 of them so I'm not gonna buy another one it's hard to get people in because we feel like
2: we're Second-class citizens.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're not Magic. We're not Yogi Ho. You know what? Every time I say, okay, we would like to organize a tournament on Saturday in three weeks, uh, let me see the schedule because I think we have something that day. (laughs) And they never come back to me, right? So it's only because they're the biggest store on the South Shore that we go there because otherwise we are at the point that we're saying, okay, fuck this. This week we're going to play in my basement. Next week we're going to play in your basement and stuff like that because... It feels like they don't want us in there anymore, and also the the X-wing section is now like one little rack with a few ships, and it actually it's like one shelf on wheels, like you can move around. But one side is X-wing, the other side
2: is uh, Armado and Legion. So the sad part there is the. ...the self-fulfilling prophecy of like... ...well, we're not selling X-Wing, so we're not stocking X-Wing... ...and we're treating the X-Wing players shitty... ...so the X-Wing players are buying online anyway. Yeah, because we
0: (laughs) have uh, our guys in one community up north... ...they started their own online store... ...and these guys are really crazy because they say... ...we don't want to make any money, we just want to spread the game. So they're selling their ships and stuff really low cost... ...they don't make any profit on it or very little... And shipping is free if you buy for more than a hundred bucks, which it's easy to do when you buy X Wing Ship.
3: So we buy from them now. Yeah, but that's what Zach's saying, though, isn't it? Like, why should the store support you then? So, to to flip it on its
2: head, they could be at least friendly to us. This is the frustrating one for me, right? Because, like, this is where I'm stuck with my local game store. Going back, we used to have one of the best hobby stores around. So they had, the owner had sort of shifted away from the business by the time I was really traveling, but they were just a fantastic store for, you know, different games and hobbies and whatnot. I've been going there since I was a teenager and the owner had, he started a family and he's like, I can't keep missing all my kids' stuff, you know, for my most profitable days, switch to magic. So he sold the business to some trust fund idiot whose parents bought it for him. And that kid who bought it was just a magic player and he wasn't interested in anything else. And it was basically, it, so I'll never forget, because there was one time in Milwaukee when we gloriously, we had like four or five different stores where I could find an X-Wing game. Just like, go to play people for X-Wing. And when Wave 8 came out, I spread my Wave 8 order out to see how everyone handled it. And so, and ironically, it's a type Punisher, so go figure. But the fucker doesn't call me when it's in. I had to call him. He's like, oh yeah, it's out on the shelf. So someone else could have bought it. And then I go there, grab it off the shelf, and I'm standing at the counter. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I'll get you rung up." And then starts a conversation with some magic players. And then he used to alternate between, like, he would tell us to, "Oh, you know, don't start another game at like you know eight thirty, whatever, so I can get out of here at 9. It's like, "All right, fine." The old hours were till ten, but like we understand. But then he would fire a magic draft. He would start a magic draft at like quarter to nine so we're like like he would tell us to leave and he'd be like oh yeah but all the magic players can stay and keep playing so (laughs) I got mad at that store I went to a game store across town I said I would like to run x Wing here I will do whatever I can my one request is from talking to the community around here if you guys stayed open an extra hour until 10pm that would mean a lot because all the guys who get off at 5pm and get here at 6 can get two games in easily instead of one and it would be a big deal or an extra game, maybe it was two instead of three. I don't remember the, the map we did back in those days. And for a really long time, it was just me and the store owner playing games that night. And he would help customers when they came in. And it was just me and the store owner, nice guy, not a great X-Wing player. And every time someone posted on Facebook that they were looking for, you know, X-Wing games in Wisconsin, I'd do my best sales pitch. Every single person, I'd go to every tournament I could, talk to every single person, where you're from. Hey, we play actually at Games Universe on Tuesdays, yada yada. Yep. And it was really good for a long time. We Our last league before the pandemic, we had 20 some people. Wow. Uh, and this was just for like game nights. But then somewhere along the line, the shit that really started pissing me off is one, they started bringing in other game systems on our game night. Uh, yeah. And like, I was right on the line because Tuesday was always just our night. But I was like, on the one hand, it's like, if you're only going to keep the store open late one night a week, I sort of get it. But we got to the point where people couldn't get games because all the tables were filled up. Because there was X-Wing, and there was 40K, and there was Song of Fire and Ice, and there was, what's that one with the Signars and the K-Dorians and the Max and shit? War Machine. War Machine, thank you. God, I'm a boomer. but There, you know, there, there were so many different game systems all piled in one night. Like, people couldn't get stuff, so, like, a lot of our X-Wing players started playing at home. I'm not driving to the store and risking COVID to literally not play. You know, I'll I'll play online with my friends. I'll play in my friends' basements like we used yeah. to before we started coming here. You know, and it's, it's sort of dwindling, and then we can't get them anymore to... Um, we, we used to, like, we can't get them to plug our tournaments in any reasonable amount of time. No. We're mm-hmm. we're lucky if we can, you know, like, a week in advance get them to post it. So, like, we're really frustrated. But we're sort of at the spot where, like, I don't know, this is sort of the best game in town. And I'm not the one running stuff anymore because I, I have enough go- else going on in my life. Like, I can't even be there every week, let alone, you know, let alone put the time and effort yeah. to, to running stuff. So, like, I feel terrible, like... You know, when, when my friend, my really good friend who's a really dedicated, hardworking guy took over and it's like I see him getting burnt up, you know, dealing with the store
4: mm-hmm.
2: and it's like, shit, man, I don't know how to fix it because, like, I I, I don't want to see X-Wing die at that store, but, like, I don't know what we're going to do. Not, nah. You know, in, in your case, like, you know, the one thing I always say is, like, have the, conversa- have the hard conversation with the owners. Yeah,
0: I will you know, because go. I used to stream from the store and... But you know, to, I know Chris, you have your permanent setup there, I think, but for me, I have to bring everything. So it's like half an hour to 40 minutes to set up right, right? If I take my time and do it right, make, you know, having the, the dice overlay and stuff, and the sounds good and everything. So I, I go there. I'm all sweaty because I'm rushing out of my work to go there and install that. And the workers, they come, the workers, <laughs> the players, they come in late. They don't confirm they're going to be there or not. So you're waiting for players to come in. Finally, this guy doesn't want to be on stream and da, da, da. And I spent some nights not filming anything and not playing either. So I was kind of, OK, fuck this. So now I don't even stream there anymore because it, it, there's no point. I'm not playing. I'm not streaming. Why Why am I there? Because I need to pick up my stuff and move out of there before nine. So I, and I wanna be you know, I wanna pick up my stuff in a good way so I don't break anything and everything goes in my suitcase, my screen, my lights, my cameras and stuff. But I, I will need to if, like you said, to talk with the person in charge, say, Man, we need more time. But I yeah I'm sure she she won't let us I mean give in us- your
2: case I'd be like, Hey, can I just come by the next night and clean this shit up? You know, take your laptop with you, but no, I, I guess I don't know. I can't because it's in the middle of the store and it's in a big shopping mall.
0: Okay. Uh, it's, it's not going to stay there for long if I leave it there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Chris, I, yeah, how is it going at your store?
3: So there's a couple of things on here, like your guys's point, and then I, I'll i talk about my experiences first, I suppose. But like, we transitioned to actually renting the after-hours room from the Sentry Box a while ago now it's the century box offers it uh, um, it's 50 bucks a night for a one-off fee or you can do different payment plans and stuff so we literally rent a space when the store is closed on a friday night because it, it closes at 6 p.m now on an evening so the only way we can get games in is to do it after hours and that kind of ties into how i used to run stuff when i did it in the uk like i used to run um warhammer and like games workshop clubs in the uk and we just find a space to rent and it it puts one person's always going to be on blast for being responsible for it but like i've never had a problem with like a donation jar kind of thing you know to raise some money to cover that expense and i think Looking looking for something like that, do you have a local legion or something like that where you could move to instead? No, you see, at some point, parish hall kind of thing.
0: When I was at my my prior store at that time, let's say the end of first edition and when second edition was at at its peak, there was like five stores that played X-Wing on the South Shore, let's say extended South Shore, At least four on the uh, Montreal Island and at least two on the North Shore. So that's a lot of store and a lot of players. And now there's us on the South Shore and there's the one in Montreal. So there's two stores now only that you can go and play X-Wing. So uh, what am am I going to rent the church basement now to do my X-Wing nights? I I mean, (laughs) you know, I I don't know what, uh, unless... We've been talking about screw that store and I'm going to go play in Montreal. But for us, it's like an hour drive there with traffic and stuff. You know, to go there after work, it's in the traffic hours and Montreal is a nightmare to drive through. So it's uh, you need to think well about
2: it. Yeah. Do you got to worry about the uh, Gens from upcountry? <laughs> we are the Gens from up Country. Oh, okay. That <laughs> makes from- a lot make sense.
3: <laughs> Ultimately... If you want to have that community, sometimes it does come with a cost, and obviously the first part of call should be doing what Zach says, talking to the store owner, yeah. um, like trying to figure out because like, ultimately if the store doesn't want you there, there's not you're not going to win There's nothing them we though. can do they about come, it. Yeah, no. um, because like, like I said, of-
0: Chris, in our prayer store, it was going very well until it was not, and they decided yeah. they need a space to play. Magic, because on an X-Wing table, you can fit six Magic players and two X-Wing players, right? So, at some point, they decided they didn't want us there anymore. So, they make our life hard. So, we moved out and they canceled the X-Wing night. So, I I guess at some point, that's what's going to happen unless I have this talk. And I I think I'm going to, you know, take the talk from Zach and the concept you just brought in that, all right, pay for for the extra hours.
2: We want to stay there until 10. Okay, we're gonna pay like five bucks each. Yeah, or- I would say offer to offer to pay a table fee to show that the drive's there. Yeah, one thing that usually does well with star owners is if you can get them to let you run a tournament. You know, a lot of your your people who they don't come out to league or whatever very often they'll uh, they'll summon up their you know they'll get it together to come out for one day. Yeah, to get multiple games in, and it's like that. Especially if the store sells set snacks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Side note: I have to eat some crow because hilariously, as I'm talking about my store, <laughs> I get a Facebook notification, and uh, this is how rarely I get to go out anymore. Uh, <laughs> we have a tournament on July 30th. They announced it in advance. Nice. They use their broken their template that has a broken image. It's pretty hilarious. At one point, we raffled off the ship, and there's just like I need to show you guys this. There's just like a, uh, it, I think it's a three dimensional render of a box that's been photoshopped out. It's just grayed out. In the X, yeah, yeah, I see it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Pretty good. I think that's from back in the day. We used to raffle off a ship for participation. Okay. And uh, I think they just didn't take it out. They just phot- Photoshop it out.
3: Yeah. Uh,
0: is that what laziness is?
3: I and mean, my- surely you, you'd. I don't know. It takes time to I, do that, though.
2: Yeah, right? That seems like it's <laughs> that seems like it's more work than. Just... <laughs>
3: can Can you send me the original image and I'll fix that for them? <laughs> just have to send it to me. I'll do it for free. Jesus. Mm,
0: but uh, if we go back to uh, place where we can play stores, I did a series in French. Sorry for that. Where I was interviewing communities or squadrons, right? But French-speaking squadrons, because French show. So is it is a
3: two-episode thing, a series?
0: No, no, there was a lot of them. (laughs) Because, but mostly in France, because in France they don't play at their game store. They have like a community for each little village or city or whatever, and they will play at the community center. Yeah. So they would rent time there. Uh, they might have a chess club for the city that plays there. So there's the X-Wing club that plays there. Yeah. And they have probably a Legion club that plays there also. So they have the Wednesday night from time this time to that time. And that's for the X-Wing club.
3: And that, that's what I'm talking about. Like, if, if being able to play in a communal place has value to you, what is that monetary value and then divide that by the number of yeah. people in the community. I think and... for them it's
0: free because it's the community of the the city, the
3: little city they're playing. Uh, it depends. I did the same kind of thing in the UK. What? Generally, it's a nominal fee. That like It's not a lot of money. Yeah, you need to be part
0: of the club. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So that that's something, but I don't know, it's not in our culture here in North America to go play in a community center or stuff like that. We want to be in our play store with our community and we want to have like games all around us and it's kind of different a bit but maybe that's where we need to go since the stores they don't make money from us anymore or as much as they would like to because we don't buy ship every week so i don't know maybe that's another format
2: i will need to look at i i would start by just being like hey i know this seems like a lot of work for you guys what if we start paying you know like, talk to your players about if they'd be willing to do... And you know what? Millennium Condor, Balado du
0: can pay for an extra hour. Yeah.
2: Right? It was. We have a small, small Patreon, but we can pay for that. It was a $3 table fee per person at one of the stores. But you know what? The worst is, two weeks ago, they received all of the new
0: magic boxes. I don't know. And they were opening like a thousand bucks of magic. Yep. Yeah putting all the gold there, the uh, you know, classifying them per uh, rarity. Is that a word? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, so they took all the tables and we when we arrived at five, they were like, uh, 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 like we were aliens. Oh, my God. And the girl that's in charge of the game nights told us, oh, we're going to be here until midnight uh, sorting out these cards. So my friend said, okay, so then we can stay a bit longer. No, 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 you need to be out at nine. (laughs) What the fuck? It's come, fuck off, fuck (laughs) you. Seriously, seriously, you're going to be here until midnight and you want us to get the fuck out at nine? So that was kind of a cue for us to say, okay, they don't care.
3: Mistakes were made by just telling you that we're going to be there until midnight. Yeah, Yeah, but
2: uh, yeah, I know. But since you're gonna, they should have a PR intern at that game store. Why
3: not
0: make, why not make your customer happy one night and say, "Okay, guys, you can stay half an hour longer."
2: I, actually, I mean,
3: the, there's a side to that, Bruno. But equally, I think everyone's had that day at work where you just want to go home at the end of the day. They're gonna be there until midnight, either way. No, I understand what you're saying, but you're, you're talking about a prolonged, long-running thing. Like, I can speak from experience. I'm not going to name names and stuff like that. But oh, name names, come on. We have the same kind of thing. Where I'll be amiable, I'll approach people, and if they are playing, I'll say, "Okay, I'm going to be here an extra like half an hour, so don't feel like you've got to wrap up your game immediately." You know, just like, and I'll try and talk to people and make sure they they understand what the scope of how long they've got to play the game is. And just be amiable and try and work with them because I want them to have fun because that's what I want them. But there's other staff who want to go home once the shift finishes because they want to go out and see their friends.
0: Yeah, but if your shift finishes at midnight, but the, what's the hurt of having people stay? You're,
3: you're, you're using one specific example. You said that. Yeah, yeah making- because
0: that hurt us. We, we heard that and said, what the fuck?
3: Seriously? Yeah, I, and I agree. But what I'm saying is that you were also complaining that when they close at 9, they come up to you at 8.45 and tell you that you need to be done by 9 and 8 by 9. That's, it. That's the thing. And then we
0: th- need to put our toys away. You know, the, the way they talk to us, like... Yeah. Uh, it's, it's hard for me to say it in English, but the way they've said it in French, I wanted to, to jump over the counter right. and pound the guy's face. Seriously? So, who the fuck do you no. think you are? You are selling card game i am a professional you can't talk to me that way i own you bitch i i make like i pay your salary tell them that people love it when you say that to them <laughs> i make like 10 times
3: your fucking salary you miserable shit
4: <laughs> I, <but laughs> so maybe
3: at- he just not he doesn't want to deal with people like you i, I mean i'm on his side
4: now <laughs> but.
2: so that that was a that was a thing for me back in the day in retail is i would just look at customer in the eye and be like listen i make nine dollars an hour i'm not doing extra for this i'm sorry yeah but you were polite i guess and you were not
0: condescending to them i mean yeah
3: do you know if they like did they have to be clocked out and like cashed out by 10 past nine if they go past 10 like if they go after 915 and still that i court. don't
0: know for for real but it, you know if they come to us hey man you need to be out at 9 because after 9 i don't get paid and i really want to go home and clock out at 9 i would say yeah. oh man i'm i'm in sorry for that we'll be out I- at- I, I a for 55. So,
3: all, so all, all I'm saying, Bruno, is you know, people who play X Wing and Magic and Warhammer are fat. Is that what you're going to say? They're social all fat? Social skills, PR, no, it's, it's, no, social skills, you know, human interaction. I think they're
0: fat. Most of them are fat. Probably, uh, yeah.
3: <sighs> Maybe fat.
0: Yeah.
2: Sorry. So, it requires a tremendous amount of effort. Zach, do you think they're fat? Most of them are fat. Do you think that? I'm just ignoring that question. So it requires a tremendous amount of effort. Why? Do you feel concerned? No, because I have something useful to say. Oh, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. It requires a lot of effort on the person running things, but we used to do an X-Wing Till Midnight at one of the local game stores. They would do, you know, a mini tournament during the day. They would do free play. They would do, like, one big cool free-for-all event. Like, you know, we did this... It was like six – it was like eight Rebel players on four Imperial players because the Imperials had a capital ship. Or maybe it was the other way around. Oh Yeah, because it was a Mon Cal. So there were f- like four Rebel players who had to protect a, Mon, a giant-ass Mon Calamari cruiser. You know, you get, you get someone to maybe play an epic game. You get someone you – know, you definitely, if nothing else, you do a scenario with your epic ships. Even if they're just centerpieces that you made up rules for because AMG hasn't gotten there yet. Because those big centerpieces are great for grabbing the eyes of people yeah. who walk by, and again, none of this works if the game store doesn't sell snacks or soda. By the way, because you know that they realize the money is they're selling their fifty cent soda cans for a buck fifty, and every nerd is buying ten of them because they're there for eight hours. Yeah, you know, plus plus other snacks and shit. But like, those were huge community days for us. We there were people that we only saw on the X Wing till midnight days. Okay, did that happen
0: to you guys? We did a tournament three weeks before Christmas, so it's in a a shopping mall. So there's a shit ton of people there. We're doing a tournament, and we're getting bumped by people walking in the aisles because there's a there's just too many people, and we're attracting attention because you know X Wing is a fun game to look at. It's pretty. The ships are well painted and stuff. I give people looking at the game and talking to us I give them I I know that they bought like the core kit and stuff I give them uh acrylic templates from William condor balado fusion and cards and you know business cards with the the website and everything shit man I never saw those people ever again they never came back they never even wrote on messenger or anything so I, I don't mind giving stuff I was expecting uh, if we can get at least one new player, I will be happy, but no,
2: nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a numbers game. You're definitely not guaranteed. No. I think a, a separate podcast, I have this idea how to better, we should spend time talking about how to better do the introductory games for new players and ease them in. Yeah. That is probably, because I, I still would like us to talk about the world's announcement at some point here.
1: Okay. Um, but okay. Yeah, Let- man.
2: R- running a community, dude, you you are not gonna get the conversion rate. You gotta accept that is a low. Conversion. But how do you reach out to people? My my question is, how
0: do you reach out to people? Because I, I, let's say you have a website, you have a mm-hmm. Facebook page. If people yeah. don't know about X wing they won't come to your uh, your Facebook page or your website, right? How would they learn about the game? If otherwise than the fact that they're
2: randomly walking in the store while you're playing. So the the biggest one you can do is buy the product, near the product on the store, make sure there's signage for when the league night is so that, you know, even if the store sucks at pushing it, they go, Oh, there's, here's this X-Wing stuff. I'll come in on a Tuesday because that's their league night. And I will ask some questions. Yeah. But my, my experience running that community for years is the, the thing that did better was you take the people who are, there are a huge number of X-Wing players who never leave their house so, what you do is you advertise the hell out of a tournament, you know, every place you can, the Reddit, Facebook, you know, put signage up in the store so that, you know, when people come in and you make sure you make it abundantly clear in the advertising that there's participation prizes, you know, every, everyone who shows up will be in a raffle because w- one of the ways to kill a community is to only do tournaments with prizes for the winners is to top load those like we we knew all along you know we we have a lot of really sweaty players in our area who are really good and like a lot of people you know figure that out so like by you know we did the coolest we tried to do the coolest prizes where everyone who shows up gets an entry into the raffle for a painted ship or you know a large base ship there was you always do a crash prize for last place um and try and do something cool and unique doesn't have to go you don't have to go all out and commission a painted ship so one of the real from the old days they used to make these boxes they were cardboard boxes and they were like um deck boxes that really didn't work that well for x-wing but they looked cool yeah and so like i i have one that i got in one of the raffles at one of the store things and i use it to dump the (laughs) i get home and i'm like okay i'm not playing this list for a while but i don't feel like putting it away Chips and cards go in that box, and I'll sort them back later. <laughs> um, but you, you make sure that it is clear that you get prizes just for showing up and that you don't have to yeah. win to get the cool stuff. But then um, again, every
0: time, I always do that, right? Yeah. The person that is the last in the standing but that did play all of his game always get like, a better prize than the guy that came first, all right? I always do that. And only one time did that guy came back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. All the other times, I never saw those player again.
2: Yeah, and you you really don't know, you know, what factors there are, and you know what's going to affect it. And like that's part of why I had my whole slow play rant. Because guess what? A great way to get a guy to never come back is. To have him sit there for 75 minutes while someone thinks about their fucking dial for four turns and to play to lose a six to nine game of uh, objectives or whatever. And they're like, I'm never fucking doing this again. That was stupid. I don't want to play these assholes. No, 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 you're right. Yeah. So, but it's and again, as an organizer, you have very little control over all of those things. All you can well, do... I, I try to be the guy that uh, I talk to everybody, especially to the new people.
0: I go to them, I talk to them. I try to be the... You know, the... How uh, do you say that when you welcome everyone? Uh, not in closing, but I don't know the, the real word. Uh, welcoming? when you, Welcoming, but you know... For everybody. Right? Yeah. So the new guys, they feel like they belong to this group because Bruno is there and he's really friendly and he's giving me stuff and he's telling me to call him at night if I have any questions and, you know, he, I can go and fuck his wife if I need to. He doesn't care. He's really, really friendly.
3: <laughs> so... Farts, uh... <laughs>
2: so I can,
0: He tells me like he can come and fuck Chris if he needs
3: to, but... Uh, <laughs> But- I don't think that's the uh, the the correct emphasis you put on the word. To uh, you go, fuck Chris.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you say so,
0: Chris, I I. I, I- I, yeah, like <laughs> I said, that,
2: that is. I mean, Bruno, do you do you ever work in sa- sales or have to sell bullshit for a living? Every hour of every day. Yeah, so it's That's a numbers. Game. I work
0: in health and safety, man. I need to sell that shit to all of DPS and managers and yeah, stuff. Yeah,
2: you're not going to get a sale from every person you talk to. Uh, you're right. Yeah, right. Like I mean, so this comes from you know my, one of my first. I started at Burger King was my first job, but then I got a job at Sam's Club where I got promoted because I was so good. At selling their bullshit membership upgrades that like that you know ran me up the 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 chain there but it's like yeah man i you know on a good day i would get one in every 12 people that i talked to to upgrade and that was on a good day and it's it's like that with x-wing and it's okay how how um no matter you need to relate that to x-wing how can i sell
0: x-wing and to this guy that's coming last. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll get great prices so, and
3: but I had to suffer through three assholes who thought that this mean anything, right? Why so why are the assholes still over? Would be my first thing. Why haven't you driven them uh,
0: out? Uh, Chris, when you have a small community, sometimes
3: you need to endure the assholes. What? No, no, no. Why ah, come think on. It's...
2: Sometimes the wolf's got to chew off its own leg to survive. So, so, you,
3: you, so, you, you've, so you said you've only had the person who came last come back one time. So how many people who came last have there been? What? Because if there's more than three, if there's three assholes and there's more than three people well, well, who In a
0: 50-person by... tournament, man, there's a lot of assholes. Well, no,
3: but... Uh, you
0: can be an asshole without knowing it because you're doing... You're taking this too seriously, but in real life, you're a good guy. But this game with that new player, you were an asshole. That doesn't make you a bad person that I want to throw out of the community. Because I've thrown out people of the community. And believe me,
2: these people are not coming back. So, they, I, But you, you don't want to do that to everyone. I actually... Uh, I don't know if I've told this story before, um, but when I was new to one of the communities, the community leader had to pull me aside and inform me that some of the people who had been there for a while felt like I was a bit much. And he... You no. Know. Wait, wait, what is a bit much? Um, You talk loud or you smell bad or you curse? Or... So I was informed that the specific comment that did it is i made a joke about there were six people in the room and i said i was the seventh best player here and it was supposed to be obvious and self-deprecating but some people took it as i have this ranking of where everyone is and you know i thought i was better than some people or some people were better than other people and yada yada and it was just no man there were six people in the room it was it was self-deprecating right I meant of the six people standing right here in this room, I'm the seventh best. But, like, you know, it was, it was taken out of context. And, yeah, I was loud and I was me and everything. And, like, luckily by the time he decided to have the conversation with me, I had sort of, like, naturally self-corrected my own behavior. But, like, the point of that I'm going with this story is there are steps between letting someone do whatever the fuck they want, no matter the cost of your community, and straight kicking someone out. And it it sucks because, like, this, the stores should be doing this. The stores should be doing this because they're the ones who make money off of it. But, like, the stores employ people who are really underpaid and are nerds and they're just there because they want an easy job where they can talk to people about nerd stuff. You know, so, like, someone who really cares about the community has to step in and be the adult and have these conversations of, like, hey, man, you're being a dick and I would like you to stop. And it's, you know, if we want people to continue to play the game together, like, that's what it's going to be. I mean, we had to have that a bunch when in-person play returned because a lot of us took COVID very seriously. And we had to have conversations with people like, listen, the store doesn't require a mask, but a bulk of the players here will not play someone if they, I don't know if you noticed, but a bulk of us won't play someone who doesn't have a mask. and. Me, and I won't name the other people, but you can figure out who wears a mask here. We're all going to get to the point where if we start noticing most people aren't wearing masks, we're just going to go back to playing at home with people who we feel like are taking COVID seriously. Because X-Wing is not worth getting COVID. And like, you know, I had to have that serious conversation. I was the one who had to have that conversation because I had the better rapport with the people involved. And it, and you are intimidating, also. Yeah. Which helps. Yeah. But, like, you have to have hard conversations to make these things work. And you can't ask these underpaid store employees who are, you know, right. high school, college students or whatever to, to But take for them. you, Zach, is it, like, only
0: one store? It's, a, like, a region. Because for us in Quebec, it's the community. Mm-hmm. It's, like, Quebec City, Trois-Rivières, or Trois-Rivières, which is in the middle between Quebec and Montreal. It's, like, one. And the guys from Abitibi up north It's like one big community. All of Quebec is one, and everybody knows everybody because we see each other at tournaments, right? So the guy I had to kick out, well, the guys from Quebec City didn't like him and were about to kick him out. And the guys from Montreal already had issue with him. So we had like a talk from the guys from Quebec, the guys from Montreal, the guys from the South Shore. We together, we said, okay, we need to take care of this guy. And we took care of him, right? But for you, is it like just for one store or is it like for a region?
2: So post-pandemic, we are down a lot. We had a couple of unfortunate things happen all at once. So there was one really good chain that they their big store was you know was where we had our regionals and everything. And when the pandemic happened, they turned around and went, oh, holy shit. Uh, something like 60% of our income at this store is from in-person. And we can't do in per- big in-person events right now because pandemic. And uh, their landlord wouldn't work with them, so they shut down. And this is all stuff the owners talked oh. about probably. They shut that branch down. Sad. And then their first branch where I got exposed to them was in a mall. And part of the mall got knocked down. So they moved to a smaller storefront up the road. But they only have three total tables, and one of them is booked most nights for D&D. So, like, the most x Wing games we could get in at a time is two. So, like, you know, we lost them. And so, like, those the, that and the store I go to were the big ones. Now, the one really nice thing is we have, there's a store called The Hobby Nights out in West Bend. But West Bend is kind of far from everything <laughs> in Wisconsin. Uh, it is not a heavy populated area. Um, it's, like, 45 minutes from me. So, like, I, I don't go out there. I talk to the guy who runs stuff out there because he's a good dude. And like you know, it sounds like they're doing pretty well. So like, if we still had like right now, I'm I don't know what Milwaukee's gonna do if in six months, you know, flash forward this fall because so. X Wing doesn't do great here, and I'm sure you guys know this because it doesn't do great in the summer because we have like such a long winter that when you get to that point where you can be outside and you're not sweating and dying, yeah, we go outside. We go outside. <laughs> outside.
0: There's vacations yeah. and we go
2: even, camping, even, whatever. The kids have sports and stuff, so yeah. Yeah, even even the biggest nerds go outside during those times, <laughs> so like even Chris,
3: no, never. <laughs> Do you you know why you don't get sunburn? (laughs) Yeah, because
0: in the UK, it's always rain, so they don't go outside.
2: Uh, I'm a little concerned, though, what happens in, like, let's say in the fall, AMG's like, hey, we're running Legion event. Or not Legion, sorry, break fart. We're, you know, we're running regional type events now. There's one. There's only one store. I mean, I guess Hobby Nights is a decent size. They could do it. Games Universe has two locations, and their further location that doesn't have an X-wing community. We could probably. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever heard the story of an X-wing regional in the early days that the bottom tables were in a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> um, <laughs> that happened to them, and they were never given a regional again. That was right before I started.
0: <laughs> no, but, but uh. But, you know, with COVID, I guess many communities lost their game store because I'm thinking of our friend in Moncton. That's his, uh, Zach, that's right, right Canada, right? It's really right of Canada. And the place where they played X-Wing was like the back room where they stored shit. And I went there for a couple of times for work and played with them. And we were sharing the room with people playing Star Trek Attack Wing, if you believe me.
2: Dungeon and Dragons. Wait, so were they playing Attack Wing or were they people? They were people playing Attack Wing. Other people. Those things are mutually exclusive. I don't know if that joke... I don't know if that joke translates. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right. All right. So there was a table with
0: trolls <laughs> with Star <laughs> Trek ships. There were... <laughs> no, no. They're... That's just me. <laughs> and there was a, ga- a group playing Dungeon and Dragon. There were yeah. a group playing something else. Another game that I don't remember. Oh, they were playing the game with the dice. Destiny, I think. Yeah. Okay. And there was us, I was streaming at the time, playing X-Wing. So now, during the COVID, they took that room for their, uh, everything they do for shipping, the web-based store. So they don't, they can't go play there anymore. So the Moncton community is reduced to playing in somebody's basement when they have time. So from, let's say, 10 people, there are now 4 people at some guy's basement one day, one week, and... Maybe three people the next week at the other guy's basement. So, and I'm sure that happens more than we think. Uh, there, there's a lot of small communities everywhere that probably lost their place to play because yeah. of COVID, and that that's going to be hard for AMG to get back. Because I don't know, I, I feel like the game is not uh, thriving
2: as it was once. Well, and I think a big one is and this is why I want to do a future episode on it is like we should think about because I have some thoughts on it they're not super coherent and I Uh-oh. think if, if ever we were to plan an episode and go against our uh, our credo of bad I think ideas. we should
3: probably do um a rapid follow-up one because we're getting on for like nearly two hours already but I, before I that Chris... we wanted to be like an hour-long show didn't yeah we?
0: Chris but Chris 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 Christian Chris? Are you there?
3: I was listening the first time.
0: (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) you have to confirm.
3: No, you're thinking about when you're doing uh, the Lawmaster quiz, and when we say name, we have to say yes, Bruno, or some bullshit like that. (laughs) And this, on this one, you're just allowed to talk normally. There aren't any rules. All right. So, did you ever had to uh, push somebody out of your community? Um, I've shamed a lot of people. I've been yeah, but shaming is overly aggressive to a lot of people. I've been um no no but for real i've not been um i've had to speak to people i've not told i've never told anyone not to come back
0: so there is no uh no anybody that is banned from your events
3: no Uh, there's uh, people who probably wouldn't come because they don't feel welcome but that's on them did it work did the people change or i've had maybe four or five new players in the last year Oh, um, nice! Come down and join up, and uh, there's a normal churn of old players leaving. But yeah, I mean, it's probably something we can put a pin in and do on the next show because okay. I think there's a lot
0: All to right. do so and talk about next time we talk about turnover. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, I, I have a lot of thoughts, and I mean, I I would like to hammer some stuff out because one of the things I have learned on the side is I really enjoy part of why Legion grabbed me so hard is I really do actually enjoy. Some of the uh, the arts and crafts side of gaming, this is, that sounds. But like, I have a lot of thoughts about putting together quick kits to teach new players better. All right, so and that that is that'll be on a future episode, provided society lasts long enough for us. <laughs> Chris wants
0: to end this, so Zach, if you want to talk about worlds, I think it's
2: now or never. Guys, hello. Yeah. Hey, so I was going to let Chris go first because I, I have a thought on the matter. I think I have uh,
3: a... Uh, so my, my plan would be that we try and schedule an episode for later on this week and try and just get two done this week. Well, I think... If oh, people are up yeah, for yeah, it. let's go. Uh,
0: but Zach needs to get stuff uh, off his chest, I think.
2: No, no, I can I can hold my world's thoughts. They're pretty... Um... Oh, come on, we're like
0: 14 minutes away from the two-hour mark. Let's get there. <laughs> All yeah, right. Yeah. Chris, do you think we can do it? It's your topic. How do I mean, you feel I'm about happy.
3: God, yeah, we, we can. I, maybe. I, Worlds wasn't my topic at all. Ah, okay, oh. but I don't know. Maybe Chris needs to go and breastfeed his new baby, but. No, remember, I, I did tell you guys that one of my friends was visiting from the UK, so I was going to try and spend some time with him, you know. Oh, they're but...
2: still here? Yeah. You haven't looked at him even like tea. Well,
3: he doesn't drink tea. He's Scottish. What the fuck? He drinks and <laughs> he drinks and eats haggis and then. Can like... you
2: can you ask him how he feels about being Scottish and if it's shite? I, I wish I was Scottish because it's uh, in my family. People are
0: redhead and I have like red beard, so I, I think I have some Scottish blood. And I kind of. So
2: this is another thing you guys miss out by not having video. Is I actually shave my beard and I'm just for the first time in my life just rocking a goatee. So you look and, Scottish. Uh, it's pretty, it's pretty jarring. Yeah. I don't know. It, I just want to keep plugging the video thing. I like video.
3: Does this mean that you're evil, uh, Zach? (laughs) Zach Evil Zach Zach? with
2: a
0: pinch.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So evil guys have a pinch, right?
0: So when you go to a tournament and your opponent has a pinch, he's evil. Is that it? A what?
3: A pinch. A goatee.
0: A goatee. goatee. We call that a pinch.
2: Pinch is English, right?
3: No? Yeah. I understand where it would come from.
2: It, It must be British. Looking dapper the Zach. I knew what that one then. Why you call that a goatee? What does that have to do with a goat? I don't know, Let's just call it the goatee. Here's our natural segue into talking about Yavin.
3: The, uh, the Battle of Yavin and standard Lord Out cards and them being uh, legal in standard play was what I wanted to talk about.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty hyped for it. It's really cool design space for them. I'm not sure what it is exactly, other than
0: it's a scenario that represents the trench run. Yeah. In Montreal, one of our guys designed a scenario like that, and we played it. I didn't play it, but I was there when the guys played it. And it was pretty thorough and amazing. I I guess that happened in many communities all around. Did you guys ever uh,
2: had somebody in your community, you know, doing that or... You know it's crazy. I might be the person who's played the longest who's never done it because I they I just missed them by the time I got in.
3: Yeah. So the actual scenario pack itself, I think, is just fun.
2: <laughs> I like I like the way Chris you like I kind
0: of like, um, fuck off and shut up. Let me talk. And...
3: Well, it's more the fact that you took what I wanted the topic to be and then just started talking about the scenario pack in general, and just ignored my premise. So you know. Because all I'm talking about is the fact that the ship cards that come in it are the standard loadouts. So it's like the, the quick build cards with all the upgrades yes, on yes, it. Yes. And people were unhappy that they're going to be in standard play or people are happy that they're going to be allowed to use them at tournaments. So the I, I the quick builds. Sure what. Use quick builds yeah. in tournaments.
0: So it's not threat level
3: anymore. It's something else. As far as I'm aware, the threat level stuff will still exist as its own thing. But these are going to be Real cards, real pilots with a point value, just like any other. But instead of having a ward out value, they'll be set as what is on the card.
0: Okay, so let's, we're just talking. Let's say it's uh, Luke Skywalker and he's worth nine points and he comes with those upgrades and that's it.
3: Yeah. One of the conversations I had recently that kind of really framed my thoughts on it, so I'll just open with what my thoughts are to make it easier for you two to come back at me. Thank you. Was that if, for example, the um, the Battle of Yavin Luke Skywalker has got an ability, same power ability, he gets a force back when he's declared a defender. Then instead of S-Foils, he's got Hopeful or Hope or something like that and then he has um attack speed so when he does a, th- a three or a four straight he can do a straight boost he also has um instinctive aim as a force power he also has proton torpedoes he also has r2d2 as an upgrade so it's a bunch of like i'd expect that world out is above luke's world out value and if they both cost the same number of points this luke might be better than the normal luke And then people are complaining that there might not be a way to balance it correctly because you've only got like a 20 point spread so that they shouldn't. And that's people's arguments for why they shouldn't be legal in standard play. Okay, so Uh, you won't be able to build a Luke that is as good as this
0: one, which is pre-built.
3: Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that if you make him cost one whole point more than the normal Luke Skywalker, then he'll just be worse than the other Luke. So no one will ever take it. So you, you, uh, people are saying you won't be able to balance them.
2: That seems like a shit take.
3: Yeah, so the, re- the reason why I think it is a shit take, and I agree with Zach entirely, is because if you just don't allow them, it's like you've taken all of those cards and placed them on the ban list rather than not banning any of them. And then if some of them deserve to be banned, banning those individual cards.
0: But what's the point of bringing a pre-build in the, uh, let's say, tournament, area where people build their own list why would i want to take a pre-build or why would i allow people to take a
3: pre-built in there so one of the things that i instantly jumped to was say i'm building a list and i'm at my last four points that i need to spend if there's a decent quick um, standard loadout card that i can take that isn't gonna me have to find space for a bunch of extra upgrade cards i'm just gonna take that one Because one of the other things that people have simultaneously been complaining about is that because of loadout values, there's a lot more cards on the table and it takes a lot more space. I'm like, well, this is a solution to that. And I don't know why they can't all coexist peacefully.
2: Yeah, the other thing that I really like about it is, you know, it it is, I think it is a good, like, balancing mechanism or opportunity. I think there's a lot more ways you can do stuff. Like, I don't know, you might, with with the slightly more rigid, you know, points as they exist, you might end up in an unfortunate and weird spot where it's like, hey, you know what? Luke Skywalker at five points is totally comically busted, and we just can't find a way to make him fair and reasonable at six points. So here's this loadout that's carefully crafted. You know, it costs costs six points, but it has the equivalent of like 35 loadouts. But if we gave him 35 loadout, he'd take shield and proton torp and outmaneuver, and that's too good. So we can pick the 30 points of loadout to make him better than what we had, but not as good as he could be if he had all these loadout points. Yeah. You know, it's so like, you know how sometimes ships get a slot taken away because it's too good with something? Yeah. So like if a ship got its screw card taken away because it was too good with a crew, you could just make a standard loadout where it has a fairer crew on it like you know one of one of my favorites is the han solo with r2d2 on board for the no consequences regen Uh, let's pretend we lived in a world where that was just comically too good well okay regular standard you know regular han where you can build them however you want loses his crew slot but here's standard loadout han and he still gets Chewbacca and Luke or whatever.
3: Wow. Yeah, I don't know how you can look at that standard world out right Han and not think that it's just amazingly good fun, and thematic, and exactly what you want X-wing to be. Because that's yeah. all I see when I look at that Han.
4: Well,
2: and that's the other nice thing about it is for new players, you can buy this pack, and you don't have to hunt down conversion kits as hard. You don't have to cut down, hunt down all the obscure cards. Wow! Wow! wow. You could do that with the quick build. Yes, uh, yes, the quick build did have earlier, a... yeah. right?
0: And nobody did that. Nobody did that. So I don't think
2: anybody will do right because it wasn't sta- it wasn't tournament legal. Yeah, and that's what these cards are. Gonna... You couldn't bring a quick build to a tournament. Uh, you can. yeah, you could just have said "shut up," and I would have yeah. understood. I I'm Joe Blow, new player. I bought a core, I bought a 1.0 core set by accident, and <laughs> <laughs> you know. A a couple random models from someone and a Falcon because they're really cool. And I'm like, oh, so I got to buy a conversion kit. And, you know, but then it doesn't have the upgrades I want for the X-Wing. It's like, oh, no, I'll just buy this battle of Yavin and I've got the stuff I want. I don't know why I feel like to be able to
0: understand the quick build or these thing, you need to know the game
2: fairly well. Yeah, so these actually have what the upgrades do printed on them, which the quick builds didn't. Yes. The thing I did not like that I have a little bit of concern about. So, like, Han has a Chewbacca crew on him that does something that is not at all what the Chewbacca crew ability is. And that could be a little confusing, because if I'm a player who's been playing for a minute, and you tell me, oh, hey, I have this Han, and, you know, he comes with this, this, and his crew is whatever and chewbacca and whatever and then you go and do what the the standard loadout hans chewbacca says i am be like what the fuck yeah i mean
3: to a point but there's already instances of that in the game isn't there like right. uh, I'm, I'm gonna use uh, this wave one title all right what's it do oh it lets me uh, change my dial oh no i'm doing the one that's lets me turn hits to crits
2: okay that's fair I mean that one was a balance update because FFG hoped to someday have the balls to ban the original slave one and do.
3: But they didn't. They the AMG had the balls. let's Just remember, our Lord and Saviors. Yeah. <laughs> they also fixed the nantex as well. Remember
2: what? Oh uh, yeah, true. Yeah. And they fixed the uh, the original. My favorite thing. People keep going. Oh, there's a tie interceptor. And tie interceptors weren't at Yavin because I know everything about Star Wars except <laughs> one in their article we get articles now by the way where where when why on on the amg website there's an article for this they're like we we talked to lfl we talked to the star wars people and they told us there were tie intercept there could be tie interceptors at yavin so one get fucked and two people are like oh i care about the canon but the btl a4 y-wing has been wrong since second edition released the BTLA-4 Y-Wing does not have a gunner slot. That's the BTLS-3. So don't come at me and tell me that FFG would never make this mistake when they literally made that mistake at launch. Uh,
3: who fixed that mistake? Or, um... AMG. Oh, okay. Just checking. Yeah.
2: Yep. <laughs> and i'm a y-wing fan i you know i care about getting that right
3: yeah uh, that, that's me i've said my piece so. so
0: zach you said on the website or on the facebook page yeah, on the website on the website on the web the
2: article on the website yeah yeah so if we go to atomicmassgames.com.com for our french users thank you click on uh x-wing documents scroll to the bottom there's x-wing transmissions and it starts by bringing you to the most recent one, which is the whole write-up for the scenario pack.
3: I, mean, I don't even have it in front of me, but I'm going to guess that the it, it is www.atomicmassgames.com slash X-Wing documents slash...
2: Nope, just say uh, it's atomicmassgames.com slash X-Wing dash transmissions.
3: Okay. All
0: right. Uh, yeah, you're right. Our uh, X-Wing update articles...
3: All right, so we'll let Bruno read up on the latest no, out no, of date news no, no, no. and then we can come back and record again.
2: <laughs> Go ahead, I'll catch up. <laughs> uh, this is my favorite passage, though is, since Battle of Yavin's reveal at Star Wars Celebration, some keen eyed fans have noticed that the appearance of a tie interceptor on the cover art, a seemingly odd inclusion given that these ships didn't appear in battle on screen in New Hope, this inclusion of the tie interceptors was deliberate. And done in close partnership with LFL, while it's true that the Interceptor didn't appear in the film, we know that it did exist as a prototype at the time of the battle, and there was an Imperial fleet stationed near enough to the Death Star that many of its ships were damaged or destroyed in the wake of the Death Star's destruction. I love the just-casual get fucked, it's there now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Do you remember how much outrage it was when we got the, tie, uh, the Imperial Raider? Because that didn't exist until FFG made it up.
2: Oh, so much outrage.
3: Oh, man. The I hate room. it when you
2: change. I'm a TIE Interceptor. What's
0: wrong with the Raider?
3: Uh, yeah. Uh, there's nothing wrong with the Raider, Bruno. I was making what you like to call a joke.
0: I wouldn't call that a joke. Ah, uh, another awkward silence. I'm sorry. Well,
3: uh, S- silence doesn't have to be awkward, Bruno. No. No, We can enjoy each other. we can be comfortable enough with each of other's company that we don't feel a need to fill it. We can just naturally respond and move on and...
2: Just listen to each other breathe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do that every time I break into your house at night, so...
2: You know how I know you don't break into my house is the other week a, a stray cat wandered onto our porch and Whisper lost her shit in a way that I have never seen before. We thought Logan was like seizing upstairs or possessed by demons before we realized it was whispered downstairs, just screaming her lungs out.
3: <laughs> nice. Nice.
0: Is that our cue to close this show? I think so. So since you're the host, uh, Zach, could you please close this show with the words of wisdom of the Bad Idea podcast?
2: Do we have a thing or... I don't know. Man, not not having anything...
3: It's, it's whatever you want to be. It's whatever you want it
2: to <laughs> be. Either way, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a bad idea. Oh, I got it. Not having anything to plan the ending of this cast was a bad idea.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree.
1: I am pleased to see that you made it to our little contest. It shows strength and courage. As you know, Zach's signature, R ah, and hums, were painfully edited out. Our contest is pretty simple. Guess how many are, and hums, were removed. If you are not one for guessing, you can count them, because here they are. Uh... I uh...
4: Uh... Uh... Um... Uh... 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 Um... 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 um, um, um. Uh... Man. Um, 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 but like, uh, uh, um, um, um uh, um uh um, uh, um, uh um, 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 uh, um, 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 uh, and uh, um, yeah, uh, uh, um, uh, uh. uh, uh, um, uh, uh <laughs> um um fur. and uh, up. Uh, up. um 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 uh um um for and uh up. uh um 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 uh uh um uh uh but uh up. um up. um uh. Um, 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 uh, I, um, 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 uh, um, 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 uh, um, um,
1: um, uh. Hello. If your final count is one hundred and twenty-eight, count again because you are wrong.
0: Hey, that's a good uh, segue to close this fucking show, don't you think? I think so. <laughs>